Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast, your weekly dose of rise and shine. I'm your boy, Matthew with K Lefty Lucky, and I'm joined here as always with Jason. What's up? And I got a special guest here today. Some of you may know him as uh, LTs. What's up? I know him as Lee. Yes. Thank you for joining us on the podcast this week. Thank you very much. Been a long time coming, too, because yes. we've been trying to work this out since, like, the summer. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, man. Finally, I'm here, yeah. It's good, man. It's good, man. All right, so I always like to start this off by asking, how's your week going? How's the mental health, gentlemen? Mm. I'll let the guys go first. Uh, Good. Uh, I started... um new school uh for sound engineering and stuff so i'm the first couple of weeks is kind of hard you know a lot of information being thrown at me right away that i'm not really familiar with so it's always scary but um exciting at the same time you know so um yeah and the weather is beautiful too like all the trees and shit like that's my shit like the (laughs) red like the different colors you're a fall guy yeah i'm a fall guy this is my birthday during fall too so like when's the birthday uh it was october 16th oh nice yeah, happy but, belated uh, bro thank you man so yeah the things are pretty good pretty good pretty good thanks for asking what about you jason i'm going crazy man you're, nah. going, <laughs> you're going crazy no i'm not going crazy not yet you ready setting in a depression since the weather's changing fact? no man i'm still petty from what the, the stuff from last week tall get over that shit no man. it'll Move never happen on, i'm fuck. king petty jesus that's Christ. my new name king petty you need to learn to let go i don't let go stuff i let go when i'm happy Ugh. We I'm had a little happy. tiff with our old network, and okay. he just yeah. won't let go of the shit. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm like, sh- oh, I don't care. I'm just saying, it was. Some shit went down. Yeah, basically, I was like, look, if that's how you feel, we'll go back to how we do things. And I'm like, now that we're done, we move forward. Him, he just, ah, fuck this shit. I don't like the way we did this. I don't like this. I don't like, it's like just let it go. I man. like being petty. <laughs> I just he, like to be, being petty. he has to find yeah. a zen. 50 petty, like 50 petty? Like 50 petty? <laughs> you know, um, 50 petty? Close to it. Okay. <laughs> we got to we gotta help him like either learn some meditation, like find a zen, you know? Yeah. Like that's what you need. You need the to like key. find your center and just... Yeah. So when shit like that happens, you just... It's whatever, man. Dude, Rolls off the I back like water. I am a very calm person. <laughs> I just like to, you know, an eye for an eye. I don't care if everyone goes blind as long as I'm happy. Totally. That's what it is. <laughs> One day you'll understand, man. One day. Please. Palpatine said the same thing, and he look, he's coming back for another movie. <laughs> we can get into there that later. Go. There you go. <laughs> we can get into Star Wars 30 later. 30-something years later, and he's let, back. Let me start my week first. All right. As for me, man, the week was overall pretty good, though I had, like, one situation that I don't know if it's because of the time of year, but essentially, like, have you ever been dirty macked before? Dirty macked? Like, you know, like, you know what dirty macking is, right? No. Okay, essentially, like, dirty macking is when, like, I'm not saying I did this. I'm not somebody who does this. I hate this. But you, essentially, you see somebody that you like, and you know they're, like, either talking to someone or with someone, and you essentially, like, say dirty shit about them so that the oh. partner that they're with or the person that they're talking to doesn't feel them anymore, right? Oh, yeah. So that, someone did that to me. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's not interesting. Someone did that to you? Yeah. Someone you know? So, well, I don't know them personally, but like acquaintances. You know of them? Yeah. Like, like you guys know I know other. of them. They know they of me. Know. So it's yeah. like, it's nothing like, like we're tight. Like you see each other, like you'll yeah, like, it's shake cool. your head, you know? Like, or at least I thought it was cool. Okay. <laughs> you know? But yeah, like nothing like that. Like we're chill. But they f- like the person that they're trying to get with, he apparently found out that like they were trying to get with me. So then... They started telling the girl, like, oh, you know, he's, like, polyamorous, right? Like, he always has, like, multiple girlfriends and shit. I mean, which now I don't have any. Like, I mean, I haven't had since the summertime, since, like, I told you guys before. But it was, like, you're using the fact that I've been in, like, polyamorous relationships and shit like that to, like, get this girl to not fuck with me. But in the end, it actually just made her want to fuck me because she didn't want anything serious. So it kind of backfired on him. I'm just like, yo... If you don't got game, it's one thing, but don't try to bring me down in the process <laughs> of you trying to find yourself, that's man. Often, though, that's yo, it's, I know. And like, the, that's the thing that like, I find is so grimes. It's like, yo, why do people think 
talking shit about somebody is gonna get them anywhere mm. if anything it just makes me look at you like yo i can't tell you anything like i because how if this is the way you're talking about you know someone it works though sometimes like i think no, I'm, I, you know i'm not saying i it think doesn't. everybody's done that though i'm not saying it doesn't work because i'm sure for some people like if they hear one bad thing like depending on how they are they're just gonna be like oh fuck that person without even like doing research i mean you see it have all the time on social it? media have you ever done it nah. to someone you've never done it dog never I would never do something like that. That's, never. That's uh, actually no. I'll preface it like this: maybe in high school because that's some high school yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know that, high but that's high school shit. Yeah, but like, really? as an adult, it in high, in high school, school you do that. That's what I'm saying. But I was saying, like, as an adult, but like, yeah. you know, sometimes it's not even like intentional. No, adult, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, you may just be like, you find out the girl you have a crush on has a crush on somebody else, like that person has a crush on them too, and you say something stupid. But like in high school, that's like high school shit to do. You know, yeah. whereas as as an adult. Who the fuck does that? Yo, who's yeah, that person? No, you just said you want the smoke, like street profits. <laughs> <laughs> but what smoke is there to have? You failed. <laughs> but still, like, that, that's someone who's like liable to do. You should just get the girl, again. bro. Huh? You should just get the girl. Yeah, and that, that's the craziest part too. Like, I wasn't even trying to get with this girl. You know, like oh, we've had shit in the past, okay. but they just figured because we were talking that like, oh, so like that's the jealous, situation. Right? But he's all jealous. you ended up doing was making the situation. Where now I have the option of. Do I want to run and do this? Yeah, I mean, now so that I know she's she's down, <laughs> people are jealous types like that. You know? Dog, it's it's sad. A lot, a lot are it's though. It's beta behavior. It's mm. disgusting. Mm. Needs to toxic. grow the fuck up. It's toxic. It's, Yo, it is toxic. Put the dude on blast. This is me putting him on blast. I'm not gonna say their name. They're not yeah. even worth that. Mm. Like we don't no free press. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, hey, th- those are people you put on blast. Just no to, free just, press. It's not free press. You don't it's, deserve it's, it's free, free press. You see, him, you see him, you know, and you exactly. Him and I would like, say it's free ridicule. When, when we see each other, we'll have a conversation yeah, exactly. and we'll leave it at that. But I'm not, I'm not giving you free press. Free ridicule, man. Free ridicule. Fuck out of here. This, this is more than you deserve. Considering I don't know. you doing this made me win, but it's like, yo, I'm just saying this as to the people that are our listeners. Don't do that shit. That shit trash. Don't do it. You in high school? You you fourteen years old? Grow the fuck up. Don't do it. God hey, damn. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now I got that rant out the rant way. Of the week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't be mad at me, man. Yeah. Don't be mad. <laughs> we could get into a bit of the guest and why we brought him here. Yes. Now, Jason, I hope you listened to his EP. I had no time. I was looking for apartments. Say, I'm sorry. Oh, good. <laughs> Horrible. You'll have nah, time. I sent him the link in everything. I do have the See link. how he does it. Not joking. He how he does, but I'll, I'll share your thing to everything in the world. No, I was. I've been bumping the EP from time when you told me about it when we did like really? the soccer shit, right? Really? And like, in all honesty, like if I thought it was trash, I would have never tried to get you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's when. I hope so. That time is when he let us listen to it. When you told us. When you told us about him. When. Yeah. When you came in from the. I forget the fundraiser. The uh, Goal Initiative. Yeah, yes. Goal Initiative. Yes. Shout yeah. out to Goal Initiative. And then for those that are listening, he has a EP. It's called The Half Full EP. Yeah, The Half Full EP. It's about what? Six songs? Six songs, six seven songs, something like that? Yeah. yeah, man. Like I like I said, since we talked about it from Goal Initiative, uh-huh. and I bumped it, and I was like, yo, really? I fuck with this shit. That's why I've been like trying to get you Damn. on since the summertime. Thank you. And I was just like, I just wanted to talk about like your process uh-huh. for that. You know, like uh-huh. how did you decide like music was your thing and then how is like this sound that you're doing because it's kind of like that hip-hop jazz feel like yeah, it's exactly. fucking dope as shit which yeah, thank you it's the hip-hop i fuck with mm-hmm. so like how did this style and this sound become you um so i've been rapping for a while i've been like on the low like rapping for like nine years like um so you know so i've i kind of started when um when I started doing shows more when I was like 16 and stuff and then I kind of uh, I was getting like some traction you know between my friends and and I started taking seriously and that's and when I started taking seriously I started uh, finding a sound you know like um, uh, I was I'm really big into like jazz and R&B and soul so um, I wanted kind of to infuse that with uh, with hip hop you know which it's, it's been done and it's everybody like a lot of people do it but um, it was kind of finding that that um, that sauce, you know. Mm. Um, so the so the this project it's I did it uh, last year. It came out last year. It came out um October of last year, so almost a year ago. 
And uh, this was like really my first like official project, you know. So mm -hmm. I kind of uh, I put everything into it. Um, uh, I made a lot of beats with someone called Jay Century. Uh, he's a super super dope producer. He's produced for like Nate Husser and like a lot of. He works with Dirt Work, mm -hmm. and so a lot of you know um, big producers. And um, I really I sat there with him in most of the songs. Four of the songs I made with him, two other songs I got from other producers, but it was uh, it was a really cool process, you know, to uh, to to make an EP like that, you yeah. know, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of uh, I'm proud of my project, yeah. No, for sure. Like I said, and like the crazy thing too is like it's the six songs, but every song, like it's rare like you get an EP from somebody that's brand new. And you like every song on Damn, it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like, mm. and like I said, it's mostly because like that sound that you got where yeah. it has that like old school soul uh -huh. feel to it where you can literally just like vibe out to this shit, yeah. you know, like listening on the Metro, you're just like kicking back and yeah. your ride is a lot quicker as a result of it. So now, man, I really, I really fuck with that sound, yeah, man. Thank you. But um, I was also thinking too, like, because you were telling me how you went on tour. Uh -huh. So like. How many cities have you seen as a result so of this? Was, like, uh, where have you been at? Um, I was kind of really lucky with, uh, with with the touring. I've got some really good. I I ended up opening for um, Earth, Wind, and Fire in Paris. So, uh, nice. Yeah, at this um, venue called L'Olympia de Paris. So it's like this super mythical venue. Like the Beatles <laughs> played there, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, got a lot also, of history. like uh, in next to Lyon in France, a f jazz festival called Jazz à Vienne. I got to open up for uh, Black Star. Nice. And so most definitely Talib Kweli, and uh, that was my biggest show. That yeah. was like seven thousand people in like this um, Roman antiquity arena. Yeah. And um, there was also. Um, I've I've also been to Japan, been to Korea, mm -hmm. I've been to Portugal, and all of this off of uh, one EP, man. So um, all these other, all, I was really lucky, you know, to be able to um, to travel and to do what I love and to visit all these other countries, you know, mm -hmm. like I, like doing this at twenty three. I'm I was really uh, I was really fortunate and lucky, you know, to um, it's just crazy when like you're just traveling and like you're just like in, I was in Tokyo, and it's just like if you ever get to go there, it's just like insane. Yeah, like sure, I can't because it's like a completely different culture than what we have crazy. here. Like it's completely so one eighty. Just like lights and sounds everywhere, and just like <laughs> man, like it's, it's like, like an culture LSD shock. trip, basically. <laughs> I was just there and like I'm like you know like this is crazy and like you know not all the sh not all my shows are big you know like yeah. man especially in Asia most of my shows are small but it doesn't really matter you know like but even with that it's like just the fact that one EP you're able to do all this and the biggest thing for you is to be able to do these shows because that's how you get a, your most exposure you know yeah, yeah. it's how you get to especially when you're going to like internationally uh -huh. get these different cultures to basically spread what you are about yeah and then also at the same time invite them into what you're completely uh -huh. about and and then have that mix go together yeah so no that's pretty dope so i and uh, so after what what these after like uh all these shows that i did um last year uh you know i kind of like i now have a bag of shows and i was able to play this year at the jazz fest in montreal yeah. So that was like my dream show, you know, because mm. um, I've I've always been like into music. I've, I went to Face School, mm. which is uh, not too art far school, from here. Yeah, like, so. Face is a music school, right? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. it's pretty yeah. much it's, a fine arts. It's art. an arts, a fine yeah. arts school. Okay. I only went there for elementary, you know. Yeah. But um, I have someone in my immediate family also that's very that works a lot in the music industry. Mm. So like I was just like just born in it, you know, and like yeah. I just. I have a big repertoire of music that I listen to, you know, like it's, I'm not like stuck in one genre type of thing, you know, like yeah. I like discovering uh, new things. So that's, that's why I think that I'm able to like uh, put, put uh, different vibes and feels in my music, you know, I really go off the vibe, you know, like yeah. off of like how I flow. I and feel like I that's say. how most people are these and, days and, too. It's and, a and vibe the beat, thing. You know, and, um, so you know, talk like being able to 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 do all of that and having good quality music that you know I think I have, and um, doing these shows. Like I said, I was able to do the Jazz Fest this year. 
Uh, I was able to do Festival Etit Quebec this year as well, and uh, um, the festival, uh, fashion festival, Muddy Design. So like you know, I went out, I did my things yeah. here, and came back, and I got you know some recognitions yeah. from some pretty big festivals here. So that's the thing. Like I about. find a lot of the festivals that do it here, whether it's the Jazz Fest or even like Just for Laughs, like when it comes to like the homegrown talent, they really want them to branch out and go to other places and make a big enough name oh. for themselves so that when they bring them in here to like these prestigious like art situations, events that you have with Jazz Fest and Just for Laughs, it's like you have to have that following already with you for them to like bring you in. Yeah. But the fact that you were able to actually do that and, and really just situate yourself as, yeah, like I'm a legitimate artist doing yeah. this shit, taking it seriously, taking it across and like bringing that following to here. And now you like finally get that exposure here. It's a big thing, man. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. yeah so I'm uh, happy with uh, with my year and my EP. But, um, you know, that's uh, I have another EP that's our that's in the works right now. It's gonna be called uh, the index to your inner thought. The the index to my inner thoughts is gonna be called. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's gonna I'm be sure. another uh, six uh, uh, song, or six. gonna go a bit longer. I have, I have, I have like seven or eight right now, but you know, you never take all of them. Yeah. So, uh, but I just started writing again a bit, you know, because I have like writing phases. Sometimes I won't write for a while, but sometimes like. I'll just have like this peak of of yeah. of creativity, you know. But I, I, it's it's important not to always like force yourself. So that that's why I th I think I'm able to um you know make write good songs, is because I I really I, I trust my process and uh I know my process, you know. Like um if I if I really know that I'm not gonna be in like the writing mood. Or I'm not going to be able to write because I have a bit of like a writer's block. Like I'll kind of just like live life, mm. you know, and be okay with not being yeah. able to write. You well, know, that's the best way to like be able to find your art. Because, yeah, exactly. I mean, like even for myself, I went into school, I did like English lit, professional writing, all this stuff, and you just at times you will get that hardcore writer's block where just something as simple as just putting ten sentences down yeah. is like one of the hardest things, even if you have all your notes there, you know, mm. and to know that. There's times where you just go for a walk, look around, and just let yeah. whatever, like, the first thing you see is probably, like, how fast is the the bus going by or, like, how many people you've seen on this walk or how many people you haven't seen, you know? Like, little things like that to just kind of, like, spark your inner mm. thoughts again. And, yeah. you know, like, it's a good way of, like, yeah, going about getting yourself, that experience. You know? Yeah, and that inspiration. Inspire yourself. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, work on some, I'll work on some new music. Uh I mean, I'm in uh, I'm in school right now to become a to work better on with my mixing and uh, my sound engineering stuff and uh, yeah I'm just really working investing in myself as an artist and uh, you know here for the marathon man so I'm here to stay here to make music here to learn about music and here to to better myself and to better my music all the time. Sick man, yeah. sick. Any questions you want to jump in on here, uh, Jason? I'm just dealing with a little technical difficulty behind here. If you don't hear me talking. Okay, so it's you as well. All right, I yeah. wanted to to find out because... Yeah. Yeah, because I was uh, noticing the live stream, it kept like it would go up for like a couple minutes and then just cut out. Yeah, Facebook is a... Yeah, Facebook so is a I guess we just cut out the live stream altogether for this or... It's here up and down, up and down. Bringing you guys behind the screen <laughs> As long bit. as it's recording, we're recording. Yeah, no, we're more. recording, so it's good, like... I'm just, you know, sometimes you got to let the people who were on the live stream, I hope they jump over to the podcast when we release it and just know it. we didn't just cut them off, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Some of them, like, they usually want to, like, jump in with questions and things of that nature, so. Oh, fuck. No, but um, in terms of questions, I wanted to ask, um, what was your favorite city to perform in, like, that you... um Paris. Paris? Paris. Any reason why? Paris, because I'm born in Paris. Okay. Uh, and um, my big... my. My bigger shows were in Paris as well. Okay. And uh, I just, I love that city because it's so inspirational when I go there. Um, I have quite a few mus musician friends in Paris too. So I really get to jam till like six in the morning, like with like guitars and cheap wine and just, you know, kind of be out in the streets of Paris. And it's it's an amazing city to to get inspired from, you know. Uh, the architecture is beautiful over there. Like things are, you know, it's um, 
it's, it's Paris, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like the hub of, of culture of the world. So you know, if you mm-hmm. uh, if you're able to embrace that, and if you're able to embrace that of Paris, it could take you a a long way in your in your arts and mm-hmm. and the food. The food's amazing there too. What so. do you think in um, like Paris that Montreal could learn from in terms of being? Because you know they always say Montreal is a very artistic city. Yeah. In like in all of Canada, or it's uh-huh. very. Everything. It is. It is. What well, do, it's do you think, probably the most. Yeah, yeah. What do you think is like the main difference? Or what can Montreal learn um, from them, artistically speaking? Art is a bit like arts and culture is a bit cheaper over there. It's more accessible, you know. Okay. Like the grand museums of Musée d'Orsay and the Louvre are like nine euros, you know, mm-hmm. which converts to like 14, 12 bucks. But over here, sometimes it's like twenty bucks to go to the museum or like to mm-hmm. to do like. Yeah, it's a bit more expensive. It's not it's not that expensive, but if there's one main thing, because you know, I'm not gonna try to be like, oh well, Montreal should be more like Paris. Like it's just it's not the same. No. So there's like you, 10 million people over there. But if there's one thing is that they do make things kind of free and accessible most of the time. That was I was gonna ask you. Yeah. You think um because a lot of the things is more accessible in Paris, it makes it it makes getting inspiration a lot more easier over there as compared yeah. to over here. Yeah. Like for artists over here in Montreal, like I know that you know you don't really hear too much about Montreal artists as compared to like Toronto or something like that. But you do though, just yeah. not in the hip hop. Not in hip hop, yeah. You know? But in the other, but like you know, indie here. indie rock yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Like there's uh, yeah, producing you know like high classified K Trinata, yeah, Tommy Cruz, like you know. There's a lot, especially when it comes to the producers. Yeah, you hear the a lot producers, of producers, uh, A Track. Yeah. Um. Oh, what's the other guy's name? Anyways, but yeah, sorry. It's cool. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I think it's just, uh, it's a, uh, and you know what? You always feel appreciated more when you leave, you know? No, that's definitely. And it. then like the people there, like, oh, well, you're you're from here and, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it, like, it's not easy to make it in Montreal, man. That's, that's yeah. for sure. Especially like in English, hip hop, like it's not easy, you know? No, and, and that's the crazy thing too, because like there's such limitations here, especially when it comes to just what's being allowed to be put on in like, let's say like Montreal radio and things of that nature that you really do have to branch out to those markets that are going to be working for yeah. you because if the market for English rap here isn't that big, not many people are going to want to push it, you know, because they know they're not going to get the consumership that they want. So most people, what do they do? They go over to Toronto, go down to New York and LA. push it over there. Yeah, LA as well. But like, they'll do that rather than just like stick here and try to force it here because yeah. it's not going to work out that way, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. even when like you mentioned Kate Trinata, like, yeah. Even though for a per, like a certain amount he was known here, just because like maybe the parties he would do and things of that nature, it's like he really got big when he decided to go over to Europe, yeah. you know. And like when he started like pushing his stuff out there and doing shows like out the there, that's when he like stuff. yeah, like and like dude, you get into like one or two boiler rooms and you smash it, like it's yeah, it's his, a rap. His boiler rooms are are classics. Man. Yeah, like it's the a girl. Rap, the girl man. in front of the, he he has some funny boiler room people doing <laughs> funny things. You can check out some some videos like yeah, funny no, I've, funniest I've seen, boiler room yeah, moments. Definitely with him. That shit is hilarious. No, man. I've seen a few of his boiler rooms yeah. and like. Fucking kills it. another person, Lunas. He's another Lunas, one. Lunas, yeah, exactly. That's who I was looking bon- for. Uh, he kills. As well. He's insane too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Montreal for all the um, the art, man. You know, like I've been going. I went to Toronto because my grand my grandparents live in Toronto. Yeah. So recently, in the last past year and a half, I've been going a lot. You know, and every time I go, I have dinner with my grandparents. I'm like, we'll finish dinner around eight. You know, and I, I sit at my aunt's house, and she lives in beaches, so it's mm. not that far from downtown. You know, so I go out. You know, I've been going out, and I've always, I've always wanted to give like, I've never wanted to be biased towards Montreal. You know, yeah. but <laughs> Montreal scenes, the the art scenes and the music yeah, scenes there's something are, for are everyone, man. better than Toronto, you know? Yeah. Or just more accessible because I keep going to like the same bars I want to go to like, like they don't have like a cypher like we have here, mm. like Thursday nights. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it was just, um, I don't know, man. I, I've, I give Toronto its chance and it's, it's nice city. It's cool city. It's a big city. It's expensive. And yeah, it's it it's not really it's not the architecture is dull like it's just a bunch of houses and they kind of all look the same everywhere in the city, 
And uh, yeah, I don't know. I have uh, <laughs> gonna have to mark some points for Montreal there, man. No, the one thing about Montreal too is like I feel like one you have like such a deep history with it when yeah. it comes to like just the beginnings of the country, and then on top of that, when you look at what Montreal's been able to do as far as the small communities within it, they've always managed to make sure there's something for everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. And whether you're on the east end of the city or you're over on like the west end, there's shit to do. There's places to go. There's communities sure there's to shit be able to do on the west end, bro. <laughs> well, as far as like <laughs> if we're comparing like <laughs> nightlife style, definitely yeah. not. Like because it's a lot more residential there, yeah. but there's still like things within yeah. like community wise you could I'm do just there. Hating. And, I'm just hating. Yeah, it's like when you look around in Montreal as a whole, like whatever community you're part of, whatever lifestyle you're part of, like there's literally a section of the city where you can go and find that and be welcomed in that and enjoy yourself within yeah. it, you know? That's yeah. one of the things that Montreal's done pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know if there's uh, any other questions we have as far as your music career goes, so we could just... Unless you got anything else, Jason? No, I don't have anything. You feeling no, satisfied? Yeah, if anything comes up, <laughs> People I'll go you listen know. to the half full EP. It is on half Spotify because that's yeah. where I've it's been bumping every, it's it. On every, it's on everything. Smart man, he put yeah, it on, on everything. everything. Yeah. Watch yeah. out for uh, the brand new EP coming out very soon. I'm going to have a music video coming out very soon and just new music coming out, you know? Yeah. And what are your uh, socials so the people know? Oh, uh, LTs. So LTs is spelled L dot T double E Z. So uh, go check that out. It's LT's official on uh, Instagram, LT's on Facebook, and uh, yeah, LT's on YouTube. Check that out. I got a dope so far sounds I did in Paris, acapella. So bunch of a uh, bunch of cool stuff, man. I have a video also that I shot in Tokyo. Uh, no name. So the first song yeah, of the, the EP, I, I shot the I shot it in Tokyo. So there's some super aesthetics in there. So go check that out. And uh, yeah, nice. don't worry. Nice. We nice. we will nice. remember nice. to repeat <laughs> it again. <laughs> Not for sure. I'll I'll definitely be posting on my social media when it yes, comes out, thank man. You. It's dope shit, bro. All right, so we uh, talk about the elections that just uh, happened here in Canada. Yeah, sure. We can talk about that. Are you guys happy with the results? I am. <laughs> I am too. I'm okay with it, without I'm giving away who I voted for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I expected a minority government for the liberals just because i i looked at the whole conservative situation and just how a lot of people are very uh economy minded when it came to this whole discussion of uh in the debates and things like that like i felt like conservatives would actually have a bit more of a leg up than people would have expected the one thing that shocked me though was just how many seats the block got Mm. Like not Shout that I, block. you know, like I, I was block. literally shocked that they ended up in like the third position. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. No, it's, I am. Like I, I didn't expect NDP to grow. I like I, think I they felt lost. like they didn't really grow. Yeah, no, they they dropped down. What was yeah. it from 44 to 24? Yeah, it's, they lost. Like they lost seats. seats. Yeah, they, yeah, lost, they yeah. lost. Like which I expected. It's just the dip that they made. Especially like considering a lot of the spaces that they lost here in Quebec, that was a bit more shocking. Listen, to me. The, the the thing, the whole issue with that is because the reason why Quebecers did not vote, a lot of people might not want to hear this, but the, the Jamison has a turban, and a lot of Quebecers didn't want to vote for. Did you yeah. see what the, no, when the guy told him? I, did you see that? Did you see that video clip? Yeah, yeah I just at, saw at it yesterday. Market, huh? yeah. The guy's like, "Hey." Yeah, like this guy really. Hey, it's like in front of the cameras, like the cameras were rolling. Like you're in Canada, you gotta, you'll look more Canadian if you do that. And it's if like, you cut what off that your mean? thing, that is yeah. fucked up. What, does that what mean? the fuck does that mean? Like, well, that means yo, take off your turban and like look, look like, like us if you want to be like, Canadian. Yeah. As he's like, as Jagmeet's walking away and just telling him, you know, have a good day. It was nice seeing you. It's like when in Rome, you do as the Romans do and all this shit. Like, yo, fuck out of here, He's like, man. Canadians look all different. Uh, every Canadian looks yeah. different. I think he told him. Yeah. Shout out to Jamit, though. But I, think, I think I think he had the best um, the best um, campaign, you know? Because even if he didn't win all the seats, there's a lot of momentum with Jamit right now that's going to go yeah. into the next four years and stuff like that. So, I don't know, man. I, if he gets the four years, they could vote for, like, next Yeah, that, that's the only thing. It, yeah. it really depends on if he can make strides as far as... I pushing think, the party forward. And I, I think he will, man. He's a, he's a smart guy. You know? No, and the thing he's is, like, as far guy, as, man. like, 
the communities go f- in his favor. Like a lot of people are looking for diversity. Yeah. A lot of people are looking for something that's completely different from the status quo. You know, like the prototypical white male politician. You know, like yeah. so. I feel like it would be bad for the NUP to try to switch out of that in the immediate. Mm. You no, know, keep riding with what Jagmeet Singh is bringing to your party. He's bringing the youth and like the and that's exactly it. Like you got to look at it as a position of yeah. right now. There's still a lot of baby boomer people that are yeah. voting out there yeah. that are yeah. keeping with those old ideals. Wipe them out. All of them. <laughs> I won't go as f- you know, yeah, Make fucking wipe them well, out. They're gonna cool. die. They're gonna die anyways. So oh, unfortunately, that's the thing. it's like it, everyone I feel dies. Like at a, a certain point, as it stands, it's more of a just be a bit more patient if you're NDP because where we are heading, he will literally be that perfect candidate for what they're trying to push forward. I'm saying there's two big losers in this whole um, election thing that happened: Andrew Shear and um, Elizabeth oh, yeah. May for the Green Party. Yeah, well, I, Andrew, well, and look, it's even when yeah. we had our friend Zach, who was uh, representing the People's Party of Canada, we yeah. even had that conversation of just what the Green Party were trying to propose as far as literally just strip away fossil fuels completely and then make all these changes into like want to do the reusable green sources. It was just the amount it would cost the people wasn't reasonable. Oh, and I want to give like a quick shout out to Zach. Shout out to Zach. You ran for it. You didn't win. But you believe what you believe, and we all disagree. That is true. But you did what you had well, to do, like, and I had a nice private conversation with Zach outside of what was going on with him representing the People's Party of Canada, and like I get why he went with them, and I understand now he's in a position where he's he's learned how to put the political scheme works out, and like what are the ins and outs and behind the scenes, and you know. Wherever he decides to go with his platform for the future, I, I wish him all the best. Yeah, luck I'm proud of, I'm proud I know of him for doing it. I know deep down what his ideals are and what he wants to bring as far as his politics goes. And the thing is, we know him as a person, so yeah. we know how he is. We know who he is, and even though you know we disagree on little things like that, I'm very proud of him for doing it. And you know what? Just do your best next time. But that's what democracy is based on: is yeah. our people's beliefs. You know, like yeah. that's why I have like I'm 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 on the left. I vote left. No, like I'm a left guy, you know. But the the issue I have with the left a lot of times, especially in the states, is that they always think that it, it has to be this way. Yeah, you know. Well, it's, especially it's like, in the oh, states, like with you know, the two parties. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, if you don't, you know, the rest are their shit, you know. But like the basis of like democracy is to be able to have people that have different ideals, yeah, and to express your ideals and whoever. Um, meets those like ideals that say like oh well, I think like him you know like mm. it's it's in your it's in your right obviously not to go like too extreme after you yeah. know like but that's why I I'm I, I hate the People's Party I think I think it's I don't hate them that's a bad word but you like I don't strongly disagree I don't, with them. I, I disagree with their views and their values you know yeah. but I don't. I'm not going to be like, well, you shouldn't do any of this. Like, no. no, like, you know, like if this is what you think and this is what you believe, run your, your campaign and let's see what's happening. You know? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, and, the uh, people pretty much spoke on it. Yeah. And um, Elizabeth, uh, not Elizabeth, but Andrew Shear. Me personally, I don't trust anyone that grins while he talks to you. <laughs> I, <laughs> Yo, I, I looks like I a crazy weirdo. Pretty bro. much feel by next, by next election, he will not be the leader of the conservative he is party. No, weird. man. He just... A lot of people just, you look at certain people like that where when we are talking about something that's very serious, I don't want to see you looking so joyful and cheerful. Like that's creepy as fuck. Creepy. You know, like we're having a serious conversation. Like look, look me down the barrel essentially, you know, like it's serious. Like let me know that in your mind and in your body, the way you feel about this is equal or greater than how i feel about it you know like be human and it's just like every time you watch every time you watch him speak about you know like we're gonna make the economy great for the canadian citizens put money back in their pocket it's always like wide-eyed and joyful like do you even believe the things you're saying right now like because i don't feel like you do he doesn't that's he's saying it's like it's talking points so essentially he's just saying what's scripted to him and he doesn't very robotic. It's like it's not believable. And as much as you can knock Justin Trudeau for being very joyful, I've, we've also seen him. We've also seen him angry, sad, joyful, yeah. and we see him in different emotions. Andrew Shear is always the grin, and that's it. And like, I think I, he has no personality either. You no, know? no, so no, like, that, and it's that was too bad thing. because uh, the 
the the um, uh, the election was there for the taking. I'm sure if the conservatives had a better candidate than Andrew Scheer, they could have done a lot more damage. I, and that's the thing that I looked at as well because the platform that he was running on and the things he wanted to do, I think a lot of people would have been down to do that. Yeah. But it's just a matter of you're looking at this guy that you just don't feel like what they're saying is yeah. actually going to happen. Or relate to you know? him in like any way. Yeah, and yeah. like when you look at someone like Justin Trudeau, it's like, yeah, you have the whole blackface scandal come up. But the one thing that he also had in his back pocket was the fact that he has literally gone through every single community there is to see in Canada and he's connected with them in one way and or another. Another thing is, is that just like he did when he first got elected. I think he's more believable as a person. I'm not sure how he is as a person, Justin Trudeau. From what I'm seeing, he seems like a decent person to me. He was in the Metro, he was in Jerry Metro this morning as everyone rush hour morning, shaking everyone's hand like he did the first time election. So he's actually went out to thank the people of his mm-hmm. writing that, you know, thank you for yeah. believing no. in him and everything like that. Which, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> which, which is what you have to do when you're no, a politician. And, and that's you have to exactly go like, people personally. When it, yeah. Like the whole thing of politics, it's it's not people. so much just bringing the policies forward, but you have to connect to the people and make them believe you'll well, you do it. You represent the people. You, yeah. ha- you have to have their you best. You know, like I have to literally look at you, you and know? say, yeah, that's a guy that I know. If I meet him, gonna represent it's me, not going to be a brush off. It's like he's going to have that conversation with me. He's going to yeah. hear the good I have to say about him as well as hear the shit I have to say about him. I think he broke the world record of selfies, though, because everyone was just taking selfies <laughs> with him, though. But, but you know what? But, that, but that's the type of appeal he has yeah. to the yeah. point where he can literally say yeah i a few times wore blackface yeah. and the people say you know what you made a mistake yeah, we want him to do good here you know, <laughs> you know what I'm he saying? keeps fucking up but like i like him you know you his father was a yeah. great man but that's the you thing, know he's like, fucking human he's, he's like he's good with people and wh- like you know like, like he's a good perfect, presence what are you hiding yeah. if you're whether perfect, you like hiding? him or not you can't deny the way he's able to literally just connect yeah, yeah. And people like him. People like that's him. one of the things that I feel like a lot of candidates forget is like you still have to connect with the people. And I think yeah. um, Jagmeet Singh was is kind of the same way as well. Yeah. But he that personality of him came out way too late mm. for yeah. him to. And actually that gain that's seats one of the other things like that, that I wanted to say about Jagmeet. It's like a lot of the things we knew of him early on was just very much trying to put those policies forward and just show like essentially the the dice of diversity. I was about to say dice diversity. <laughs> the diversity stuff that we see Justin Trudeau doing was a lot of what Jagme used to get in. Mm-hmm. And now that he's in, show that personality as well as bring like concrete policies that we can look at and say, okay, I see where he's going with this. Not just like the talking point policies, yeah. you know? If he had really went into like talk about the numbers, talk about where we're going to get money, where we're going to put money and and talk about those things is more so than just trying to do the constantly looking at the comparison of Sheer and Justin Trudeau and saying, I'm not that. Mm. It's like, okay, we get you're not that. A lot of people looked at you in your turban and said, you're clearly not that. Mm. What's your policies that are not that? You know, like if he did a, a bit more of talking about those points, I felt he would have done a lot better. Yep. But I mean, shit, it's done. Minority government for the liberals. Yeah, let's see Alberta. how they win that though. Minority government. Uh, Alberta, um, no, no, well, no liberals are there. But let them. But no surprise either. Let them drown in their tar sands for like <laughs> you know my you know how I feel about Albertans. I I I just think it's completely irresponsible that you as a as a province, Alberta and Saskatchewan, were making billions of dollars for ten straight years. And when you have a bad moment, now all the money's disappeared. Like what? Where did all that? It's been bad though, and they're waiting on the, yeah. the the Trans Mountain pipeline, which I don't think should be built. No, I don't <laughs> think it should be built. <laughs> no. Crazy. A lot of people have already said, you know, like we know what happens with pipelines, especially ones that are this big and the problems Leakage, and natural. Yeah. Pro- like it's basically a natural. Not natural to that, but a disaster to natural habitats waiting to happen. But like that's thing, all it is. The reason I could, I really think like what alt, what other alternative other than the pipeline you can use? That's how well, I see it. Yeah. You have because, to transfer your your economy. Like instead of making pipelines, yeah. how about we give Alberta solutions on how to have like a different type of energy thing uh, to yeah. I don't to think they economy, I don't think you know? they want any part. No, of that. they're they're not going to want any part just because they. 
the oil that they have is still a money pit. Yeah, yeah and the, 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 like they'll never just turn away from yeah, it and try like, to hey, find the like, alternative. Okay, let's not work on oil. Yeah. You know? They'll never do that, but. It's about transitioning, you know. I'm, yeah. It shouldn't be like a cold turkey thing. Like, okay, one day to the other, like we're just gonna stop selling oil, you know. Like, <laughs> so yeah, you should continue, but like, kind of transition into I, like a greener energy, you know. I, I personally don't mind the pipeline thing because the alternative is taking the train, and no one wants that to happen yeah, because yeah, no, you, because you don't want another Lac Megantic accident where it's blowing up in in the middle of a town or you don't want oil passing through a town and then an an even bigger accident can happen Mm. or if you're like a car, um, like anything can happen. I think it's easier to, to, you know. As far as, yeah, transporting it, that is like the safest way. But at the same time, we know it's also (laughs) the most common way that these disastrous spills happen as well. You know, it's it's really just like the catch on intuitive. of, yeah, we're going to protect the citizens by making this pipeline and keeping it away from them. But it's like, if anything goes wrong, yeah, I'm we sure know exactly what's gonna happen. Built, though, you know, like if you if you um, work with the indigenous communities, like I was watching some stuff, and that stuff was passing through like water that like feeds a whole indigenous community. You know, yeah, which and then is that a thing huge burst, issue. They have no water. The fish that and, they and eat, you know, you like, like you really think about the fact that there's so many indigenous communities currently that don't have clean drinking water. And now you're putting a situation where you're putting a pipeline through that if something happens to it, it will completely destroy more yeah. indigenous people's communities. But a water lot of supplies. Them, it's like, a lot what of are the we doing? They want uh, the pipelines. A lot of them accepted uh, the, uh, the building of the trans um, yeah. uh, mountains because it brings them jobs. You know, that's, like if you've ever been to a reserve, it's like, you know, it's, it's not the best. Yeah. It, it's, that's the catch 22 of it. You know, yeah. it, we know, economically speaking what it can do as far as providing jobs and and what that source of income will be once it's actually officially done uh-huh. like we know that and it's undeniable mm-hmm. at this point what that situation could bring it's that being the good and then also it's the bad that comes with it. if we know if anything happens yeah a lot of reserves a lot of natural habitats could be completely yeah. destroyed is it worth it you know that's the question is it, is is it, it worth, worth it? it to build a pipeline i think it's worth it but what has to happen is that you need to, as much as I mock Alberta and stuff like that, I understand that that's part of their economy, but they also have to, the, the, the local provincial government and local government need to start educating their workers on transitioning into other alternative exactly. sources of yeah. energy. No, so that, even if you're to. working on pipelines and something, okay, let's say we don't want to work in pipelines in the next 50 years. Start transitioning people to learn uh-huh. wind turbines, um, green biofuel, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you do it. It's gonna take time. It's not gonna. Yeah. It's not gonna happen overnight. And resources. Like yeah, it's gonna take time and resources. It's not gonna happen overnight, like you said. But once you start making that push, it's gonna. It's gonna get better. But they have to be willing yeah. to accept. Well, that I mean, because even well. for here, it's it's been a transition that we're seeing gradually happen. I mean, I don't know how many of them you noticed, but around NDG now, there's a lot more of those charging stations for electric cars. Yeah. You're seeing them literally all over the place now, especially if you go along uh, Sherbrooke and Monklin. Yeah, there's a lot. There's of a lot of them that are just like every couple blocks, you'll see like two on one side, two on the other side. You know, there's like, a lot more electric cars now. Yeah, so I mean, like you got it by the rate of a lot of pe- more people buying Teslas since they uh, made them a lot cheaper. You got yeah. like this model, like the Go cars, those eco car to goes and shit. Yeah, car to go, and like you're seeing a lot more of them just out on the roads now, especially especially here in Montreal. So. I mean, that transition can happen. It's just in a place like that where they have just been so dependent on yeah, and, fossil and, fuel. It's and don't be a douche. Don't buy a Ford F-150 <laughs> if you're just going to go down the block and back. <laughs> don't, 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 don't pollute like a, like a maniac. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that's just the issue, man. It's, it's a matter of just at what point are they going to realize what they really need versus what they've been told they need, you know? Yeah. And figuring that out and then making that transition happen so that... You don't have to build this pipeline or even use this, the fossil fuels and for anything other than just like pushing it out. And it's for their good too, because more and more of the world is going to an alternative fuel source other than oil. Yeah. So why can't you guys be at the forefront? Because by the time you guys make the switch, you'll be like, oh shit, everyone's electricity or biofuel. And we're still doing petrol. No one wants to buy from us. Their you're economy tank, plummets and plummets, man. You're going to tank your own economy. Better s- just get started. They were warned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's... Uh, Let's talk about uh, the best thing there is right now. My Lakers gonna whoop that ass on the Clippers. 
Oh, they're playing, playing the Clippers tonight? Tonight, tonight yeah. Get the fuck tonight. out of here. Oh, shit, we got to get out of here. Let's tonight, just cut so. this right now. <laughs> tonight they're playing oh the Clippers. God. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't even know if Orlando's playing yeah. tonight. No one cares. I've been Orlando? So, I've been so, That's yeah, man, your team? I'm a, I'm a Magic fan. <laughs> Vince is the 90s. Laugh all you want. Is that your team? Vince is the 90s. I've Maybe been you like a cousin down. that plays on it or some shit. Like, yo, check my cousin. Hey, I, I actually know somebody who plays on it there, so at least I got that. But no, I've been a fan of theirs since like the Penny and Shaq days. Mm. So like, I stick with it, man. That's my squad. I it is am what it a is. Laker, true and true. I'm a Spurs fan. A Spurs fan. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard these these years, hey, man. man. Everybody likes hey, Spurs. We're used, used to being a dynasty, you know. It's dynasty, kind of dying. Wait, 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 The Spurs have never won back to back championships. So ever. they've won that, like five championships decade, in fifteen man. years, man. But not back to back. They've been going to the Dude, playoffs they, for twenty one straight for years. Lakers in that in, dynasty. In your dynasty, Lakers have won. Three back to back and two back to back within your dynasty. No, not yeah. two back to backs. Yes, they yeah, were, they yeah, two back to two back to back and a three back to back with Shaq yeah. and Kobe. But that the Spurs dynasty lasted longer though. No, there was it more is. longevity in it. it yes, longevity is back to back time. There was definitely no. That's not no. That's that's, that's like short time. You know, like the Spurs have been a. F- they were they won in two thousand and four. Uh, versus uh, with the Pistons, and then and then uh, when they beat the Heat like in 2016, you know, with the same players with Mr. Big <laughs> Fundamentals. Come on, Tony Parker was good. <laughs> Manu Ginobili, you already know what it is, man. Please. Come on, man, the best Please. big three ever to live. Come on, what? Yes, sir. The best big the three. Best ever? big three. The most playoff wins is a big Yo, three in the in the history this of the is NBA. This is blasphemy. <laughs> I mean, he's Spurs he's hitting you with next gen stats yes. here. Next Spurs gen stats, <laughs> please. Spurs, we until, will make the playoffs until this the Spurs year. win back to back championships. I don't want to hear anything about the Spurs about a dynasty. That's not a dynasty. You don't like how we passed it around the perimeter, please. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh man! According but according to our producer here, Tyler, the Knicks are going to win the championship. Ooh. I have no idea how that's. They're playing happen. the Spurs tomorrow. The Knicks. I, I respect Tyler for picking what? the Knicks as no, no, his no, team. No. No, the same way he picked the Browns, he picked the Knicks. He just looked at the rankings, saw who was the bottom team, and was like, that's my team. Hey, listen. There's, so there's, I respect him for picking the Knicks that way because not a lot of people are going to look at the last place Tyler, team and be like, that's the one. Tyler, we love you, but there's what, it's one thing in picking the Browns, but actually putting your hopes in the Knicks is like... That's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's putting your You're hopes in the, in the Knicks? Knicks? Come on. The that Knicks? is crazy, though. Is, uh, is that his team, at least? RJ Brown. Like, that's his team. That's his, Okay, so that's your that's team. That's his team. And you rep your team, You got to respect it, You got to rep your team, man. I respect I that. I think Orlando will go to the playoffs again. It'll Shout out to great. RJ Barrett, Canada. Is Shout he from Brampton? Is he from Brampton? Are they still calling him Maple Mamba? Maple Mamba. I oh like God. that. <laughs> Yo, he's going to go off, man. He's going to be good. No, I think he is going to have He better not be another Anthony Bennett, though. No, <laughs> Y'all forgot about oh Anthony God, no, Bennett. He plays in the D League now, I think. Or yeah, he, he, he got, he got as long cut as he's this better year. Than Wiggins, he's good. Nah, you yeah, know Wiggins what? I think Wiggins, Wiggins is gonna good. have a, a nice little career. You know, what? last year I heard he was gonna have like a nice little season. I'm still waiting on it. He he until he stops yeah. disappearing in the middle of the games. Wiggins is trash though, but he's he like he's, he's athletic. You know, he's he always good for like the good the first like. 12 to 15 minutes of a game and then after that he like disappears is he a scrub i i think he's <laughs> he's a waste is he a like weight, at a certain point scrub? you gotta call him a waste man mm. like all the potential like all we heard everything all the about hype. Him coming he had all the hype. hype and he hasn't lived up to any who, of it who, who came out in his draft class though i can't remember who came out in wiggins his draft. oh i'll look and see i'll okay, check it out yeah okay Hold Give me a second. Quick, yeah, i don't even you guys keep talking i'll i'll, I'll check it out yeah. i don't remember who, what, I mean, what, yo, what i'm so disappointed in? in the he came in what three years ago four years ago four, no think, four, like five four or five years. man yeah? been that, even at that let's say it was five seasons man like if you've been in the league for five years and the i think okaford okaford was in the same draft might have been yeah yeah i'll find it don't worry no, um, like I, I just it's too bad they're not better. I thought the Timberwolves would be good with Tom Thibodeau there and Jimmy Butler. I think a lot and of Carl people Anthony did too. Towns. I, I, I thought think, they were going to be nice, man. I think the one thing trash. that that really stifled them was you know you had Flip Saunders who was there, and then like when he had to leave and that fell apart. Mm. I think that's really what shifted the team to a point where it's like they kind of lost the identity identity of what they wanted to do because like Flip really mm. knew what he wanted to do with all those young guys and. 
And like we all know Flip Saunders is just one of those guys, like you give him a young team and like he made them stars, you know? Like he just knew how to use that young talent. But yeah, once he passed, it was just like, what are these guys doing? Like, yeah. what's the direction? And I think that's what really stifled them a lot. I think the Raptors are gonna be okay this year. I think I think they're gonna yeah, make yeah. well, they're obviously gonna make the playoffs, I, I, but I, I still think, they think can they're a playoff push. team. I, I still think, think they could do a, an Easter Conference finals yeah. push. They I still think they're in a position like they if could end up fourth, fifth. Just looking at like the other team, like I think Miami stepped up a lot getting Jimmy Butler and like yeah. the way they lost, they, they are. lost Hassan Whiteside though. Dude, that was good. Whiteside nah. isn't good, bro. What? Dude, he would get killed nah, by all like the bro. real Whiteside is nice, bro. Nah. He's a Dude, good look at his look at post. his numbers against Al Horford. Look at his numbers against Embiid. Look at his numbers even against Vucevic. The dude would always get yammed up, bro. Really? He is yo. Whiteside, the best thing Miami did was get rid of Hassan Whiteside, bro. You got rid of him? Yeah. He's with the Trailblazers, if I'm not like mistaken. Like, they got Portland? rid of him. Yeah. They're oh, like, wow, yeah, you are out of here. They looked at his numbers against MB, and they're like, yo, well, this guy dominates you every time. You're a What did that happen, though? Uh, this offseason. Oh, this offseason? Wow. Yeah, they that. traded uh, him. Yeah, Trailblazers, yeah. All right, so but I think Milwaukee's still going to be good, too. Let me, let me tell well, you guys. Gonna be, well, no, they lost uh, Brogdon. But still, they, Brad, they still nah, got man. Middleton, Brandon man. Was, uh, they still know? got Middleton. Like they're gonna be nice. Well, they're gonna be alright. All right, I let think me t- Toronto's still gonna be better than them. Let me tell uh, you, um, that Philly's gonna be nice. Bro. Right. Philly He's got the. Uh, uh, Philly might be okay. You got the draft class. Yes, have the draft class. So this was everyone who was in um, their draft class. So we have Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, Jabari Proctor second, Joel yeah. Embiid. Oh, so <laughs> Embiid's yeah. already better. Yeah, Aaron yeah. Gordon. He's nice. It's better. Good job, Dante, boy. Dante Exum was supposed to be good, but yeah. he got hurt. He's supposed yeah. to be yeah. nice. There's the injury that messed yeah. him up. Marcus Smart, good. Oh, nice. Better. Julius yeah. Randle, I could say. Yeah. Better. Puts in more effort <laughs> than him. Nick Stauskas. Yeah, uh, he just got a new contract. With, uh, another Canadian. Who's Stauskas with? Stauskas is with. Camera, who he's with now. Uh, with the fucking Pacers. He's with the Pacers and he just signed a new contract for like four years, got a bunch of money. Oh, NBA just, contracts are crazy. I'm just yeah, looking to see who else was in James Young, Tyler Ennis. Tyler Ennis is nice. Um, who else? They see a lot of people that were better yeah. than the number one pick. <laughs> I'm just looking to see who else was Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh, he's really yeah, good, yeah. bro. Glenn Robinson, the third, okay. Right. And. Um, Jordan Clarkson, yeah. yeah. Jordan Clarkson was 46. Where is he now, Jordan Clarkson? He was still with the Cavaliers, but he was yeah, 46. He's still, yeah, he's clapped. Yeah. He's clapped. Yeah, he, he was nice. So. Yeah, crazy. basically, it's like it's he went class. first overall, and like he hasn't lived up to the hype at all. He's like the sixth, seventh best out of all of those people. I would say eighth, ninth. <laughs> like I'd put him lower. He was. He's not that good. And the biggest reason he's not good is because he literally disappears in games. He can't really shoot either that much. He has. He has. Yeah. He's worked on his mid range. He he never had the long range. He was mostly like a mid range inside player. Uh-huh. Like that's always been his thing. And like with the wingspan, everybody thought coming into the NBA, working with these him. coaches, yeah, it's either he's going to shoot over him, but more even on the defensive side that he yeah. would have picked up as well. And like his defense hasn't improved. Like he's still pretty much the same. Like got to get everything on the inside and maybe get like a short jumper here and there. But other than that, like. You haven't really seen true development out of him. Do you guys think uh, that uh, Simmons is going to start hitting down those threes this year? <laughs> I doubt it. You, hit Look, one, you, you the see thing. the one he hit in the preseason game and the, the whole bench went crazy? That, that, that drives me nuts. It's like you don't have to be a good shooter in Simmons' position. You just have to take threes because once you start taking threes in games, miss all of them. Who gives? Yeah. Who cares? I'll just take them so that the defense still has to respect you on yeah. the line. They, they would back like, off so much. Like he'll be at the three-point line, and they're literally like 10 feet away from him because they know he's not taking the shot. It's crazy. Like yeah. they, they always play like zone defense and like double-team the guy on the low post when he's up there because mm-hmm. he, it's like, yeah, you're either going to drive it in and try to take a short jumper or you're yeah. going to try to drive it in and, and do Man. a pass out. You know, like we're not going to play up on you when you're on the perimeter. As soon as he gets a shot. But I'm more convinced if Giannis gets a shot, he'll be better because they both yeah. not really have a shot. But if one of them were to get a shot, Giannis or Simmons, like I if, think Giannis could be probably the best player jumpers. who ever lived if he could start hitting threes. Like if Giannis can hit John, because when he's in the post, when he's in the paint, he dominates. Like Man. Joel Embiid can stop him. Joel Embiid is stopping him. Yeah, he gives him work. Yeah, but I'm saying work. like Joel Embiid is also all star like 
one of the top number fives in the league. Like, if he's giving Giannis work, it's understandable because well, there's Ibaka, not many people. Ibaka gave him the work. Uh, fucking Dude, Ibaka's a Kawhi. Fucking, well, Toronto a gave him the work, right? Yeah. He got the but work. The, the one thing that the, Toronto did Raptors. well is, like, they, they just beat up on him. Oh, man. He, you know, like, he wasn't going he, anywhere. Anytime he, ran into he was walls. in the paint, they crashed yeah. him. Like, we're going to beat you yeah. up. You got to yeah. fight through all of yeah. us. Like, they did that smart. Yeah. But it's like, when you look at someone like Embiid, like, he's just a dude that... Yeah, I can see how he got the best of Giannis on the paint. Like, he gets the best of damn near everyone in the league in the paint. Like, that's one thing Embiid does well. Yeah. You know, but if you get Giannis, it doesn't even have to be a three-point shot. Just give him, like, a nice 15-foot jumper. Mm. And really just be knocking those, you know, like, from the free throw (laughs) line, you know, like, just hit those. He will dominate, man. Like, he would, his offense would just hit another level. Yep. Just waiting for my Lakers, though, to win the championship this year. I think uh, LeBron fucked up though with that comment he made on the whole. Uh, oh man! Oh, we talked about it. yeah. Yeah, you guys talked, talked about it last yeah, time. Talk- I mean, like, we can we can always go back because I mean, yeah, it it's pretty much what we told you guys, man. Like it's one thing where you want to say, yeah, he should have been thinking about the players because we were the ones who were going out there, but the message he put out did not yeah it, it reveal that you know like. And and yeah, he had a bit of a bit clean up with tweets and like sent out a few tweets to clarify yeah. what he was saying. But you know, considering you had a whole week to make that statement, like you were in China, didn't make any statements, everybody was quiet, then you came back and now you have the platform. And I think if the smartest thing to do in that situation is just to be like, you know what, I'm not gonna comment on it. Yeah. Just flat out don't comment on it because we all know what the ensuing issue is. It's it's money. That's what it is. It's, it's the financial well-being of the NBA, of the players, of the CBA and the contracts and everything. Like, we know what it is. So for you to go out there and essentially get mad at somebody who stands for the fundamental values of America, which is, like, freedom of speech and freedom democracy and democracy, and for you to say, like, oh, he wasn't considerate and he shouldn't have said it and he was in the wrong to say it, it makes it look like you're saying democracy and free speech are bad things. Mm-hmm. When you think of it, though, he's done so many things, too. Like, he can get away with that. Yeah. Like, he just built a school. You know, like, okay, LeBron, we, no, we I, and give you, you know? I agree. It's like, you look at the one side of everything LeBron has spoken out on, everything LeBron has done in the community. It's like, I look at it as the smartest thing he could have done was just say no con because we're not going to get mad at you because you're talking about foreign affairs. You know, or you say you don't want to talk about foreign no, affairs. Like, it'll be understandable. Dribble, you know? Yeah, it's like when it comes to the U.S., yeah, this is where you're from. This is your home. Like when it comes to Canada and things that happen in Canada, I can speak openly and freely as much as I want about Canada. If I speak about things in the U.S., I still have a limitation to it because I don't live there. I'm not in those communities. I don't know those things. I'll still talk about them, yeah. but I can understand somebody being like, yeah, there's still that level of separation that I have because I'm Canadian. Like they were burning his shirts and shit, like out yeah. there in Hong Kong. Cause, you know? Well, because yeah, they felt unnaturally yeah. so. Like, yo, well, you're, yeah, of course, like, you're, you're basically this siding, fight, and this guy you're siding with the siding people that are trying like, to silence us. You know, this, like kind of like dictatorship, which yeah. is the like Chinese Communist Party. You know, yeah. which is why I said the only person that could save this is Kobe. Kobe can save it. Kobe Dude, can you save can, it. You can say Kobe all you want. Okay, if there's any guy, yeah. basketball star outside of Yao Ming that can save this, it's Stefan Marbury. Stefan Marbury is he, his Vaseline he's a fucking ass. legend in China. I, oh, yeah. He you, is a you, legend Thank you for reminding me. China, bro. Now I'm going to show that video of Stefan Marbury eating that Vaseline. Dude. And all that stuff. Who gives a fuck? He in China, he's a legend. He's a basketball He could have... It doesn't matter how much Vaseline Kobe's he ate on webcam, bro. Kobe's an icon. When when you say Stefan Marbury in China, they fucking love this guy. They've accepted him. He's one of their own. I'm quite sure they even built a statue of this guy in um, in front of the Shanghai arena that he played in. Like, dude, they love him. And he's made multi-millions of dollars there because of it. Mm. <laughs> like, shout he's the to, one. Shout out to China. If there's anyone, he's the one. <laughs> all right all right how much time are we at now um let me just check that and see kind of usually i use the live stream as my timer well now <laughs> we're, at, we're about an hour up. now so we like a few like three more minutes we have all right so uh i don't know if we want to talk football i mean sh- both our teams lost it is what it is pretty your much t- expected i don't know how your team lost though because they suck 
But with, without Patrick Mahomes? Dude, my team sucks. I don't know how many times I got to tell you. They suck. <laughs> the fact that we had two back, like we had back-to-back wins was a miracle. Oh, I, our game I was cheer for the Broncos, by the way. <laughs> our game got no, stolen. I'm not huge, huge on football. Our, our team got stolen twice. That was touchdowns on every play in like the last two minutes. And all the referees called back. That's the, ri- the game is fi- it's fixed. I was really mad at the Eckler touchdown getting called back. That's one that really fucked me the, up. The ref, but the referee hasn't been the, the refs haven't been good this season at all. They have, they've been pretty terrible. But what's I, going on with? Uh, sorry, man. Go, go ahead. With the with what team you're talking about? Chargers. Oh, the Chargers. Okay. Yeah. Chargers suck. <laughs> Here we go. No, Chargers my, suck. The I Broncos had, suck. I had Aaron Rodgers in my fantasy league. When I, this dude got me sixty points alone. Yeah. That Aaron Rodgers went nuts. off. He went <laughs> off like it was no other. So I'm just. I'm happy, Rogers. I'm happy. And it uh, looks like Danny Dimes is back to being Danny Bust. Oh, yeah, he's trash. I know Jamali, uh, he loves his Giants, <laughs> but uh, they stink. <laughs> yeah, Jamali, like that was just, a, uh, that was a hot mess. <laughs> that was a hot mess. The Habs are looking nice. Yes, they are. The They're looking nice, man. Yes, they are. Oh, but boy. I don't think, do you need are that you one more play to good? push them, you know? You know, we're conceding like, a lot of goals, man. We're falling behind yeah, every game. We're playing catch up every defense. game. It's in the defense that we got to make an adjustment. Yeah, but what I'm seeing out of the forwards, the chemistry is there. Dry is looking Dude, nice, the, man. The young boys are coming up. They're looking nice. Suzuki's, Suzuki's doing Suzuki's his thing. Suzuki's looking nice. Gallagher, we knew. We know yeah, what we, we get with Gallagher. Like we're, shot, man. It's just, yeah, the, the defense, we got to sure up. We got to sure up the defense, man. I am not associating myself with that team anymore. Really? You're not a Habs fan? I have spent too much. our only pro uh, sport that we have in this I have spent too much money on going to overpriced uh, hockey games with overpriced beer well, and overpriced That's why you just you gotta go to, you go to the my bar. G. You go to the bar, you watch it with your people at the bar. So that way you're not spending nah, what, the games are 300 pretty lit, bucks though. on a ticket. <laughs> how much? Spending how much? I don't know how much they are. I'm well, probably they're like, they're like, like two, bills. like two bills. Depending on where much. you sit. It's, it's, yeah, whatever it lot. is, it's too much. I can't lot. even sit the, in the Reds. No, the, the concessions is just the most disrespectful thing. Yeah. They have like the most $15 expensive dollars that's, that's for like a hot that's, dog. Dude, like one slice of pizza, Ten like bucks. fries, and like a, a small little 10. You think 10? It's like 20, 20 something bro. dollars. 20 something it's dollars. It's ridiculous. It's like $20 for like a slice. Man. In New York, you like, can get a slice, mind, a better slice for like 50 cents in New York. But they're charging half an arm and a leg for piece of shit they make in like, like 30 that's, seconds that's the one thing it's the concessions man that's the only thing about the bell that's center they just make like their money though yeah it's because they're I've ripping everyone at, off. i've worked at a bell center concession during a the freaking game pint actually. of beer is 15 bucks bro 15 for a pint and it's not even a euro pint <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> that to the halves i think i think we're gonna make the playoffs yeah, i think year. the halves they're doing well like i said man this oh, is the defense that's the only thing they gotta yeah. fix up fix up that defense and we're gonna be a he's scary, on scary though, Claude Julia, if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, I think he's out after. No, he'll make it, man. Let's hope. Uh, what's his other face? Bargain Bin or um, Bergevin is out because he's a terrible GM. I like him, man. Burger he's a wine? risk taker, you know. <laughs> risk taker. What risk has he taken? <laughs> he hasn't taken enough risk. That's the problem. Yeah, he's been taking a risk. Come what on. Uh, trading away the best talent in Montreal has ever had in the last twenty yeah, something years for like, for. For you a gotta pylon? move on, Jason. Not you, doing all that well. You, you gotta move on. You just still better than, than Weber because Weber Weber's is just a, nice. Weber's though. a pylon. That shot. I don't Look, care. Considering we were just saying we need our defense, when you see his shot. Weber's defense has been one of the most consistent things that we've had. Yeah, Weber's nice, man. And he's not, we need he's more not going, defense. He's not like gonna downgrade anytime. I, th- I think he still has like a good two, three years. He has well, he has a half a year left. What are you saying, Burger Wine? Huh? Burger Wine? No, Weber, Weber. He has half a year left. And the thing well, is... Well, how many years does he have left on his contract? Like 15. Six? <laughs> Six more years? Jesus Christ. got him on a 10-year contract, man. There you go. So that's a fucking baseball contract. Yeah. Speaking of which... Uh, starting, right? The Fucking World Yankees, Series? man. Yankees. Oh. And Look, it was a walk-off, too, huh? Lost, right? They lost, right? Was it a walk-off? Walk-off double. Oh. Because stupid <laughs> Chapman, two sliders down the middle. At 85 miles an hour. Dude, I could have hit that. Okay? I you know what I would have done? I could have hit that. Not even that. I would have just paid one on the ninth inning. 
It, I would have just given Mariano Rivera, take all the money. Come pitch for us right now. <laughs> take all the money. I don't care Dude, what I've, it is. I've never in my life been so angry. I feel sorry for CeCe. Like, so angry. I feel sorry for CeCe ba- Sabathia because that's how he's ending it. I'm like, damn. Fucking But they'll be man. good next year. They just... I don't care what it is. That that G, the Yankees is like a premier team in baseball. That GM should be the best, regardless of whoever it is. You have to pay for pitching. You have to pay. Yeah. You need to no, pay that, for pitching. And look, like you went out, you bought a bunch of hitters in the offseason. And for a good portion, it's like leading into the playoffs, the bullpen was doing their job. Yeah. Like the one thing though that that still bugs me about baseball is the fact that they just every inning, it's like they're changing the pitch. Changing the pitcher. It's like, you got to stick with the guy. You got to let him go in there. Let him do his thing until he gives off a big run or, like, lets on a couple guys, like, because he's, his pitching is off. You got to let them sit there. Oh, yeah. And I feel trust like that's what your, killed us, man. Trust in your pitchers and your relievers, and they'll do their job. Just don't switch them up. because that that fucking midget Altuve. <laughs> Every year, it's him. Every fucking year, it's him. This little fuck goes up to the box. And it's a situation where it's like we're feeling good. The pitching's been great. Hey. And then uh, he just crushes it. I have to tell you, you're lucky we're not in the network because if you said midget now, it would have been, it would have been a something else. We're free else. agents. We can say what the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> we flagged. Yeah, we would have flagged if we had said midgets or something like that. Uh, midgets is a bad word. I mean, you can't. It fuck is, off. Uh, my cousin, yeah. <laughs> I don't trust anyone that just can walk under my line of sight. I don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 6'5". I don't like that shit, man. It'll spook up on you, man. It's that time of year. Start nibbling oh, on your man. ankles and shit. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's wrap this up, man. I'm starting to get hungry, bro. Mm, worry, w- me too. Once the stomach starts growling, I know it's uh, whatever we have to say. I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you, Lee, for reaching out, yes, for coming thank out. You, thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. Thanks when for you guys out, are searching around, like you said, it's LTs, L period, T-E-E-Z. It's the half full EP. Check that out on all the streaming services. Like I said, thank you so much for coming. Give you a quick little clap up for being here, my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tease tease us your your socials. Uh, uh, LT's uh, LT's official on Instagram and this LT's on Facebook. And uh, you can find me on YouTube. And uh, shout out to you guys. Congratulations on your 90th episode. 91 this week. 90, 91. Yeah. Uh, Hundreds you know, around the corner. Keep keep it consistent. You know, you guys have a good platform. Like what you guys are doing and keep pushing, man. This is going to podcast with the new things, you know. You guys are just in it, so keep going. It's gonna Respect, B. Like now, as always, you know where you can find us. We're on Twitter and Instagram on uh, Don't Be Mad Pod. We're also on Facebook, Don't Be Mad Podcast. Sorry about the live stream, guys. It was just... Uh, just screwing with us so you know when that happens just uh, you cut it you cut it either way thank you guys for listening to don't be mad podcast we will see you guys next week Peace. peace